Human beings are searching for the personal experience of reality. reality. They are seeking to come to understand themselves, to find a reason for their own existence. And so you go round and round and round, ever chasing the illusion that there is something outside yourself, outside your here and now, to be attained that will make things better. No guru, no method, no teacher, and no nothing else either. Welcome to the Spiritual Phoenix Podcast, where we put our past on the pyres, search the smoke for spirituality, turn the ashes into art, adapt isolation into connection, and manifest mental wellness. I'm your host, Ross Cessna, and together we are the Spiritual Phoenix. The intent of this show isn't to tell you what to think, it's to get you to think, originally articulate yourself in a way that is uplifting, and create the reality that you want. We are the artists of our lives, and today is a blank canvas. Let's collectively create a better tomorrow. Um, real quick, I'd just like to say thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Um, I really appreciate your support, and if you're hearing this on iTunes, if you could drop me a review, that could uh, further help me. If you're listening to this or viewing this on Facebook, if you could give the video a like or a love and share it with other people, that could help me as well. One other thing I want to touch on, the uh, store element of this business has been added to the Facebook page. I've updated the store, and I've also really gone further to uh, allow booking for tarot readings, life coaching, all of that kind of stuff. Um, and the link for that will be below in the description if you wanna look into that. Also, I have a Facebook group for people more interested on exploring some learning um, and really exploring the mysteries. It's like a digital mystery school called the Temple of Mushin. Mushin means no mind. Um, so it's really like losing our mind in the sense of not overthinking, clearing the way to find our own path. And with that, I'd like to take a moment and uh, focus on what we're grateful for today in this instance. So today I'm grateful um, to have some clarity of vision and have to have developed myself to a state where I can instill some honesty about my behaviors and where I'm at in uh, this station of my life. So getting into today's topic, um, it's kind of like a joint topic, but I want to start with this, this topic, retrograde, schmetrograde. <laughs> and what I mean by that largely is, um, like most things, the popular opinion or what's being portrayed to us, um, even in these fringe circles, is like a half truth or not the whole truth. So the common understanding is that with retrograde, our emotions become difficult to deal with. Um, it becomes harder to navigate things. And all, like in some circles, people almost use retrograde as like a scapegoat for shitty attitudes or not learning behaviors or not learning um, the lessons that can minimize things. One of the things that I've found in my experience is retrograde is more of like a... Uh, comprehensive examination of the lessons we have been supposed to uh, learn within that time frame or whatever. And 
when we can kind of navigate through some of those lessons and learn those lessons or apply what we've learned previously in those time periods, we actually free up that energy um, to help progress things in a better way, to direct ourselves in a better way, and to ultimately clear some of the blockage that's preventing us from moving forward and preventing us from really getting the um, quality experience we want. One thing I will say though is initially I think we're supposed to have some resistance, but this concept of retrogrades always being unpleasant and emotionally disruptive times and draining us energetically, the more that we feed into that mindset, the more power it creates in that. Um, and when you really start to look at it as this is a time of testing how far I've developed personally, or it's trying to see if I've learned these lessons so I can move forward, that's a lot more liberating um, understanding. And my understanding of astrology or astrological charts and things like that overall is those characteristics that make up um, our signs and all the different elements of what our specific astrological reading says isn't so much that they're definitive things, they're lessons that we have to learn or things that we will struggle with, but those also cultivate our character over time. And I think that retrograde um, really is this sense of getting to look at that. And if you look at what retrograde is, it's the planets going in kind of opposite orbit, in my understanding. So it's almost like this reflective period. So when we begin to reflect on what we've learned, it frees stuff up. And a lot of the issues that we're facing in that time, if we begin to break down those issues and look at them on a deeper level and look at our part in those issues, because here's a little secret. I've never had a problem where I wasn't a central theme in the problem, whether it's my response to it, denial of it, avoidance of facing it, so on and so forth. Um, I've always participated in all of the problems that I have in some way, shape, or form. And until we can really take that accountability for some of the stuff that we're facing, we're going to continually be victims of these things happening. Um, and I think that I've really cleared that concept up. So at least my understanding of it, take what you will from it. One of the things that I want to talk about now um, is the lessons that I've really learned from this retrograde, and hopefully that can resonate with somebody as well. Um, also, one funny thing, if you look at retrograde as lessons, there's kind of grade in it. So it's grading what you've learned um, in the past, because retro kind of means past or reverse or whatever. Um, but anyhow, you can see this yellow candle behind me. So I burn these big candles when I'm meditating on uh, these ones specifically, when I'm meditating on the chakra that I'm healing, like this is my own method for chakra healing in some senses. But anyhow, the one before this that I was working on was uh, sacral chakra because I'm doing it in order and it was an orange candle. So when I found the orange candle, it was like this a dirty kind of orange, which with my past, I had a lot of issues to work out in my sacral chakra. Um, and I still, I'm going to have to go through this again a couple more times. Anyhow, this burnt out, uh, the candle, I finished it up this week during doing this like two 
hour meditation with tarot cards and sigils and a singing bowl and all this stuff. It was incredibly awesome and it was actually what I needed. So when I began to look for this yellow candle, the first store that I went to, it had these little uh, yellow tapered candles. And initially I was like, oh, I'm good. I could probably do this. Maybe the lesson here is uh, just that I'm not as bad as I think on, on this uh, navel chakra, which is all really about sense of self, um, self-esteem, self-respect, uh, self-awareness, all of that. And then I was like, you know, it doesn't seem right to me. So then I went to another store and they didn't have it. And then I kind of went on this whole odyssey of looking for this candle. Um, and there is a time when I would have thought how stupid this is, what a waste of gas, what a waste of energy. But in going through this process to find the right size candle and really um, connecting with what this is about, it really illuminated to me a lot of what I've been learning um, throughout this, these past couple months. One of the things that has been coming up to me, um, it's actually relative to sacral chakra as well. Let me explain the sacral chakra element of it first, and then I'll get into the deeper lesson. So a lot of times, especially more recently, I've been looking for more intimate relationships, but I've gone about it the wrong way because I've never really had healthy romantic relationships. And how it ties into the navel chakra specifically is because of low self-esteem, low self-worth and all this stuff, I kind of gravitate towards situations that are uncomfortable for me and compromise my own integrity or look for people with compromised integrity to invest in emotionally because I don't think I'm worth something better. So that's one of the issues I've really been working for. Um, and I could do a whole other podcast episode on uh, we don't attract broken people. We are attracted to our trauma, which is this concept that I've really been uh, enamored with lately about how I really am attracted to people that kind of are the people that hurt me. And then it's not about them. It's about fixing things inside of me. Anyhow, the other deep lesson that I've really been needing to learn and it's really become apparent to me is this sense of spiritual narcissism that I've cultivated. Um, and it's actually kept me out of certain groups or kept me from participating in them on like a, on a deep level and kept me quiet about some of the things that I've experienced because I notice in the spiritual community, um, I'm going to tell what my thoughts are are on this and then I'm going to elaborate further so don't get so offended there's like this giant spiritual circle jerk where people are just sharing these memes that really simplify things and when you try to have like a deeper converse conversation about it they don't want to um, dive into it they don't want to piece it take it apart they don't want to look at it and like I've really been getting on this spiritual high horse because of the progress that I've made in my life so far but then it's also looking at this lesson that I've learned is I'm not further than anybody. I actually saw something shared and it's funny because I'm talking shit on these spiritual memes, but I saw this meme or something like it where it talks about how we're all in this infinite line um, and we're always in the center of it no matter where we are because somebody's always ahead of us. Somebody's always behind us. And if we start looking at people that are behind us, laughing at us, essentially how would you feel if people further advanced looked at us in that, in that sense? 
I think you get what I'm saying. But anyhow, really diving into it and understanding that, first off, people need to learn different things. Um, people have different ways of learning. I have not always known what I've known now. And at some point, some of the truths that I've cultivated now um, will be different. The other element of all of this process is everybody's path is different. And just because the, the truth that I've found and the path that I've found has led me one direction, um, maybe my truths aren't true to other people. And that's completely fine because ultimately we all end up in the same place and it does me a disservice um, to look at things that way. But I also need to be conscious of those things don't make me less spiritual of a person. Um, just like those people using those memes doesn't technically make them less spiritual. It makes us human and it, it makes us, able to have misconceptions. Um, and that was like this very, very big lesson for me. I've learned it before, um, but I guess I needed a refresher and to have it brought up. And then through doing that, it really liberates a lot of energy. One of the other interesting things um, about this yellow candle, I was reading and I lit this candle today. I started it off today, and this was prior to the knowledge that I have, I, I acquired. So after I lit it, I read this book, which is an amazing book, a handbook of chakra healing. And it talked about how Mars is um, the, in, the influential planet on the navel chakra. And in my understanding, Mars will be directly below the moon today, if I'm not mistaken, or it happened this week. Mars is, Mars is going off <laughs> this week. So it's interesting how that synced up with all of this um, unintentionally. And within my business, within everything I've been doing lately, I've really been cultivating this sense of self. So it, like it's, this is really dialed into where I'm at, which is after being on this path so long, it's not surpri surprising, I should say, but it's just um, always amazing to see the synchronicities of everything. I think the last thing that I'm really going to talk about in this, and I hope that this has helped other people in some way, is remembering that all of this is a process. And just because of where we're at now doesn't mean that we won't grow past it or that we won't kind of regress in certain ways. But that this is where we are. We won't always be here. And we need to appreciate the process element of everything um, and also recognize that our higher power, the universe source, what, whatever you particularly need to call it, can cultivate a deeper understanding, a greater sense of peace and help remove these blockages and that although the new age movement is big on saying that we have all this power and all of this stuff, it's dictated by the universe. And when we stop trying to control things so much and um, connect to this universal consciousness and universal direction, we actually have a lot more power behind us. And that's the whole concept of this thing behind the retrograde is learning these lessons, not trying to necessarily always do things my way, and then getting the power of the universe pushing in my favor rather than me resisting it. 
Um, I really feel like I've touched on all of this stuff. And again, check out the shop, book a reading, um, leave a review, like the page. If you haven't liked the page on Facebook yet, check out the website. Um, happy full moon eclipse, mercury, ret everything in freaking retrograde. <laughs> um, yeah. Take care, people. Be well. Peace.